It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Annalise Drussell of TheHealthHubStore.com uh, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon, Patricia. Lots of questions in. And actually, let me start with one. It kind of pertains to vaccine. This is a good question in from Anna. Health question, please, for Annalise. I'll be registering for my vaccine soon. I'm just wondering, is there something that I can take to prime my system ahead of getting the jab to ward off the flu-like symptoms that some people have been experiencing following the vaccine? Or is it just better to let the vaccine take its course any advice would be welcomed please so how do we how does one prepare for a vaccine okay well i think that i would just make my normal recommendations that people are supporting a healthy immune response which would definitely involve vitamin d and if you like taking vitamin c and zinc you can do that as well i think vitamin c certainly would be a good one it's always great for the first line of support your T-cell support, uh, is your T-cell defense of your immune system, and that's what will be activated first and foremostly with the vaccine. So it'll make sure that that works well. But other than that, Patricia, I really wouldn't do anything. Plus, I wouldn't take anything on the day of the vaccine, not for any particular reason that it's dangerous, but I always think that when you take a medication, you should just let it go through the system on its own, um, you know, and not take any other natural remedies at the same time in case it changes the efficacy of it. So keep up with your vitamin C, your zinc, your vitamin D and don't take it on the day of the vaccine. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I know it's a nuisance to have bad, you know, to feel to feel symptoms of COVID after the vaccine, but it does mean your immune system is mounting a good, strong, healthy immune response. So it's good. Hopefully that would mean that your immunity afterwards, even though we know it's not going to be 100% from these vaccines, it still should be good. Yeah. So I think, and I think no what. Harm. And I know with my own daughter, Marcia, when she got hers and she spiked a very high temperature, have the panet already just to, you know, to bring the temperature down. And I've heard of other people, they've got a bit of a stomach bug, a stomach upset, so they took some motilium. You can have kind of things at the ready just to ease the symptoms. Absolutely. That's very good advice, Patricia. Yeah, and your pharmacy will be able to help you with all those ones that you mentioned there. Okay. Now, a question for Annalise, please. I'm a male and I suffer from... No, I can't pronounce this, but when I googled it, it is... uh, It's pain in the coccyx, the bottom of your spine. Okay. Uh, very bad localised uh, pain and I suffer with a severe chronic form of it. I have been taking ibuprofen and I have to say ibuprofen did help with the pain but I had to stop taking it because ibuprofen is so hard on the stomach. Could Annalise recommend anything else? Okay, so there's obviously something inflamed. Um, so natural anti-inflammatory approach would involve things like turmeric and ginger um, there's a nice natural anti-inflammatory by Pucca called Turmeric Active, and that's a combination of turmeric, 
turmeric extract, boswellia and a few other things that work as a very good natural anti-inflammatories. So they may help are then the roundabout way of helping yourself if you have to take ibuprofen, which does cause huge you know, inflammation in the stomach is to take something like slippery elm before you take the ibuprofen. So slippery elm is a kind of a mucilage coming from the slippery elm tree and it forms a kind of a thick coating on the inside of the stomach. So it helps to protect the stomach from the damage that the ibuprofen does to the lining of the stomach. So if you absolutely can only get relief from ibuprofen, that's a sort of a workaround. That's a, right, a way to do it. Uh, hi, could you ask Annalise, please, if beetroot juice is good for keeping blood pressure down? I know she said a few weeks ago that pure cherry juice was good, but I'm just wondering about the benefits of beetroot juice. Absolutely. So beetroot um, is very high in nitrates and this gets converted to nitric oxide in the body, which causes our valves, our, our blood vessels all to dilate. So if they're nicely dilated and open, it means the blood can flow through in rather than flow through a constricted space. So that's how it helps in terms of decreasing blood pressure. In actual fact, a lot of athletes, Patricia, would take um, concentrated beetroot shots for that reason because it improves their, um, you know, it improves their performance. They don't hit the wall as quickly because their, their, their blood is flowing much better through their system. So in that way, it could help. You could certainly eat beetroot raw. You could eat it pickled, like, you know, and we've been eating it for years growing up in Ireland. We hardly ever got it raw in Ireland. Or you could take it as a juice any way at all, and it's beneficial. But another thing that's lovely for um, blood pressure too, Patricia, is celery or celery juice. And you can buy a juicer and juice whole celery or you can buy celery juice in your health store and it's very very high in potassium so that's brilliant for bringing down blood pressure as well. Love beetroot but can't tolerate. I hate celery. It's about the only food that I actually detest the taste of. You could then Patricia, if someone is like you, you could take a tablet maybe with the celery in it but of course um, much better to get the whole food if you can get it. Yeah absolutely. Uh, Hi uh, Annalise, I had to give up sugar completely. I'm now a month off sugar but I'm feeling lifeless as I work outdoors and I have to keep going. What could I take to give me a little bit of a boost throughout the day? I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes but I'm working on beating it with my doctor. My doctor checked my numbers last week and I have it down to 6.7 6.7 from 11.2 Fantastic Well done yeah, Well great. done That's really good and that's that's something that's really important Patricia to, to um, note because type 2 diabetes is not um, you know it, you do not have to have type 2 diabetes you can prevent it and when you get it you can reverse it with diet and lifestyle and supplements as well Now for this listener there's a big period of adjustment when you've had a high sugar diet or where you've used sugar to give you an energy rush. Your body takes time to adapt to the lack of it. So those energy slumps are a sign that blood sugar is dropping kind of low. And really it's about being prepared. Rather than getting to the stage where your blood pressure, your blood sugar has dropped, you need to make sure that you're snacking fairly frequently and you're snacking on foods that might, mightn't be sugary, that might take a bit of time to break down. So you don't take them as when you start feeling that slump you actually need to take them in advance so that you prevent the slump from happening in the first place so what i would recommend that are great snacks to bring out and about with you like a banana is great or a piece of fruit a handful of nuts they're all things that you can carry in your pockets 
And if you just make sure that you're trying to eat every couple of hours if you've got type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. So have a snack two hours after your breakfast. And a snack, literally, Patricia, is a small amount of food. So it could be like six or seven Brazil nuts or walnuts or uh, it could be a banana and a small yogurt. They're just small amounts of food to kind of keep you going. You could also make yourself a smoothie to bring along with you. You could put berries into it um, and you could put in half an avocado and make it up with yogurt. And that's a really healthy smoothie. Lots of the lots of things in there for preventing, you know, damage to blood vessels from high blood sugars and also to keep it going. And that's another great one to take out and about with you as you're working because you can just have the bottle in your bag. And I'm, I'm assuming it's a man when he says he's working outdoors. Um, he His body will adjust, will it, eventually to the eventually cutting out the will, sugar? But yeah. again, again, really, the key is not to let yourself reach the stage where you're shaky from low blood sugar. So making sure that you snack frequently in being being prepared and being you know being very consistent about that there are supplements that can help as well improve your insulin sensitivity like chromium is a great one that people swear by and we've sold much a lot of it for years it's a good old faithful but there are other ones now that will work on the liver to help improve the liver's ability to produce insulin and also the cell's ability to respond and berberine is one of these it's spelled b-e-r-b-e-r-i-n-e um and that's a great one for um, for type 2 diabetes. Anybody who comes to me in my clinics, I'll put them on that. And chromium. So you could try those. The other thing that's very good for improving cell sensitivity to insulin are the fish oils because they make the cells beautifully responsible and flexible. So get a good fish oil supplement. Um, I love the Unocardio with vitamin D because you get your vitamin D in there with that and it's a lovely strong one as well. Okay, well done. And well done to that gentleman who you're doing well. You're, you're, you're on the right road for sure. Let's stay on sugars because the listener says, could you ask Annalise, sweeteners, are they any good? Are they better than sugars? And also what about bananas? Are bananas good for you? Okay, sweeteners that you yeah so there are different sweeteners patricia um stevia is one it's a natural one it comes from the bark of the birch tree um some people don't like it because it can leave a bit of an aftertaste but it's very very good for especially diabetics and type 2 diabetics because it doesn't spike the blood sugar the other ones then are more like sugar alcohol products like xylitol which we find you know has a kind of a cooling flavor almost you often get it in the sugar-free chewing gum you know you get that sort of feeling on your tongue of cooling that's xylitol it still has calories in there but again it won't spike your blood sugar um and another one called erythritol spelled e-r-y-t-h-r-i-t-o-l erythritol that one has no calories and uh, doesn't affect blood sugar but with all of those sugar alcohols for some people, they can cause an awful lot of digestive discomfort and wind. So if that's happening to you, look to the sweetener. But those all would be natural and they would be safe and there's no side effects for those in, 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 in any case. OK, and bananas, are bananas good for you, says the listener? Bananas are wonderful and they're such a great little pocket snack as well. Um, n- um, again, it's like everything else in life, everything in moderation. So eating three or four bananas a day is going to provide way too much sugar. But other than that, they're full of fibre, they're full of potassium and other vitamins. They definitely give you a little bit of a sugar rush because they are very sweet and so they can keep you going and again, full of fibre, great for digestive health. Okay, Annalise, could you, what about turmeric? Is it good for the lungs and also what other herbs would benefit somebody who's got lung issues? Okay, so turmeric is... um, Anyone who's familiar with it from cooking, it's a really kind of nice yellow spice, quite perfumey, and it's a really powerful natural anti-inflammatory. So there's a huge amount of supplements now for joints or for anti-inflammatory supplements that have turmeric in there. 
So in the sense that it's an anti-inflammatory, it could be helpful for the lungs, but it's not specifically going to work on lungs. Now, I don't know what the lung problem is, but if there is, um, if it's to do with maybe a mucus buildup, something like ivy and thyme is much better to clear mucus. I'm a great fan of the salt pipe as well for lungs. I think it's really good to strengthen the lung. Um, so it's great for people who suffer from asthma as well. And that's something that you, you know, you, you buy a salt pipe. It's basically either a plastic or ceramic vessel with salt in it. And the idea is that you inhale the micro, tiny micro particles of salt into the lungs. It helps to kind of dry up the mucus, but also disinfect the lungs. So I, I would recommend a salt pipe. And the other thing then is that Dr. Delish Clare does do a kind of a clear away tea um, that has a lot of beautiful herbs in there that are designed to support the lung tissue for, for firstly and foremostly and also then to kind of help clear mucus and, and uh, prevent infection. So the Dr. Claire Clear Away Tea is a good one too. Okay. Hi, this is Helena. I'm in my 70s, says Helena. I have a, what I describe as a sagging tummy. Any remedies that could help with it, please? Unfortunately not. Uh. Uh, somebody said a kind of a like a balloon or a football hard I would say it's a bit of gas there'd be a lot of things that could help with that but unfortunately sagging sounds like the um, that there's probably fat and, and the skin is the collagen in the skin isn't holding it up anymore so I'm afraid tummy tuck is probably the only surefire way of getting rid of it now collagen is always very good for saggy skin it's great for skin in the face as well um, and it does help, you know, even people, some people have said that they've noticed their hands don't look as wrinkled when they've been taking collagen supplements. So something like that will help plump up and make the skin more elastic and more strong. So that's possibly something to try. And if you do suffer from a very bloated kind of football stomach, taking a digestive enzyme that helps you break down your carbohydrates a little bit more efficiently might be the way to go. Okay, a listener says, please don't call out my name, which is fine. Could you ask Annalise, please, about an odd, horrible feeling that I'm getting in my legs. It's from my ankles to halfway up my shins. It gets worse as the day wears on. And by night time, that's the only ease I get. Now, I am celiac. I do have diabetes. I am overweight and I'm taking high doses of blood pressure medication. Any advice would be appreciated. I suppose I don't know what that is. Is it um, is, is it physical pain going up the, from the ankle to the knee, Patricia? Am I That's what that it right? sounds like. Yeah, and so, she describes it as an odd feeling, but it gets worse as the day goes on. And then, obviously, when the legs are elevated and she's lying in bed, she gets ease. Okay, so it could be something called shin splints. Now, shin splints—you'd see an awful lot in athletes that are, are overtraining. And it, it is pain right up the front of the leg between the ankle and the knee. And that, unfortunately, is something that requires time to heal and rest. Taking a natural anti-inflammatory can help or rubbing in an anti-inflammatory um, um, joint rub. Like um, I love the Pernaton is great it, because it, 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 the Pernaton Forte um, heats up and, and gets right in and gives good relief. Another thing that might help if it's more muscular is a muscle, uh, sorry, a magnesium rub. So better you do a whole range of magnesium gels and sprays. <coughs> Excuse me. So trying something like that might help or taking a magnesium supplement if it's sort of a heavy, dead feeling in the leg, that can also help. Um, the other thing as well I'd say is that if your ankles are swelling um, and that's why you're getting ease when you're putting your legs up, then it's a bit of water retention. So um Having um, taking something like uh, or drinking nettle tea and dandelion tea to kind of help 
get the water out of your system and reduce the swelling in the ankles, that might be a solution. Okay, Pat had a procedure for prostate cancer. Now, I've Googled it. I think it's called brachytherapy. It's some kind of an internal radiation therapy. And he says he's now left with a little bit of blood in my stools just the odd time. The hospital told me it's after the radiation. I'm wondering if Annalise could suggest any kind, anything I could take to help to cure the wall of my bowel. Yes, so I think that something like the Nature's Plus GI Wellness would be a good one to to take there because it's a combination of a number of different products. um, It'll help with the health of the gut from beginning to end, Um, especially after radiation therapy. Not only is the tissue damaged, Patricia, but it's very likely that the bacterial population has been upset as well. So um, that GI Wellness does have a nice um, few probiotics in there to help repopulate the good bacteria in the gut. So um, that would be one. If you can't get your hands on that, it's again, it's Nature's Plus GI Wellness. It comes in either capsules or a powder. Get the powder if you can. The other one that's quite good is by BioCare, um, and it's called Permatrol, P-E-R-M-A-T-R-O-L. Again, it's got a combination of different products in there to help heal the, the lining of the gut. Hi, says another listener. I cleaned out my ears with a cotton bud. I'm after blocking one of my ears. I've used eardrops, but of all to no avail. What would Annalise suggest? Firstly, I'm sure you'd say you shouldn't use a cotton bud in your ears. Well, you know what we all do. Yeah, let's I know, face it. And I know. I know they say that you shouldn't put anything that bigger than uh, an, elbow. an elbow into your <laughs> ear, but um, it's too difficult to resist when the ear is blocked. So a couple of different things will help here. The first thing, um, very quick and simple home remedy is to heat a spoon and then pour some olive oil onto it. Let it warm up and then pour the olive oil into the ear. And obviously you need to have your head on the side and let that sit in your ear for five to ten minutes and see can that loosen the wax. The second thing is ear candles. They are fantastic for deeply blocked ears. So if your ear, like what's happened there, it says she's pushed the wax well into the canal. So ear candles are wonderful and um Actually, we spoke about them recently, Patricia, on the radio, and I sold a lot of them, so I've been getting a lot of fantastic feedback from customers who tried them. And then the last thing that you could try there is um, hydrogen peroxide, 5% solution, which you'll get in the pharmacy. Be careful, hydrogen peroxide is bleach, so go in and get it from the pharmacy so that you're not messing around with concentrations. And again, you need to put that in the ear and leave it sit for about 15 minutes, and that could dissolve the earwax as well. I have to say, huge fan of the ear candles in, in our house. I, I use them all the time on my daughter because she suffers with a bit of uh, wax. Now, I'm, I always say to people when you're doing it for the first, get somebody else to do it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And having a paper plate, plate is brilliant as well if you have nobody to help you. It's much easier to do it on your own because you can put it around the candle and it can prevent the drops of wax hitting your head. The other thing it's brilliant for as well, Patricia, is for people who are prone to getting earaches or getting blocked ears. Ear candles are wonderful for that as but well. But when you open it up and see the wax that comes out, I know. It's I know incredible. It's <laughs> I know it's very satisfying. Yeah, it's, it really is incredible. Okay, uh, listen, uh, we leave it there. Oh, just very quickly, as somebody is having, suffering from gout, what would you recommend for gout? Because that's very painful. Oh, very painful. So the immediate thing I recommend is the Dr. Clare musculo joint tincture, if you can get that, because that's the best thing to, if you're in a flare-up at the moment. Um, so that's the musculo joint tincture by Dr. Clare. And then in terms of prevention, the tart or the sour cherry juice. You can get it in a concentrate or you can get it fresh by Biona in a health store. And you'd want to drink about three glasses of that a day during a flare-up. 
make it up to a pint of water with some uh, water to flush out the uric acid from your system. And the other thing you could take is there is a Solgar supplement that has got turmeric, nettle and cherry extract in there. And again, that's a great one to take as a preventative. Okay, listen, thank you for that. And we'll put up all the information online and you'll have it up on your website as well later on this afternoon. Thanks a million. Listen, have a good week. We'll chat again next week. That's Annalise Drussell, Health Hub Times Square in Balancolic or her website is healthhubstore.com. That's where we leave you for today. My thanks to John Paul McNamara for producing. Nick Richards is with you for the afternoon. Be very careful. A lot of heavy showers out and about uh, today. Stay in and stay dry. It's like the middle of November. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock until I'm Patricia Messenger. Very good afternoon. Court today on C103. With Sean Cusack Insurance's Kinsale, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. Want great advice? You know who to talk to. CMIG.ie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.